Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Stupid or something? Who, Harry? The Lysol people, giving away our cellar sponges like they was lollipops. No, they just want women to learn like I did, that a little Lysol brand disinfectant used every week when you clean the bathroom kills disease germs and bathroom odors. Yeah? Disinfects from one cleaning to the next like nothing else can. So buy some. I got some home. But you can get a free sponge. You stupid or something? Look for the free Ocello sponge now with a special package of 59-cent Lysol. Regular or new pine scent. What's the matter with Aunt Effie tonight? Aunt Effie? I don't know. Nothing, I guess. Why? I don't know. She's so quiet. Usually at dinner, she babbles on a mile a minute. Tonight, she hardly said anything. Now I notice she seems to have disappeared upstairs. Oh, well, I suppose she feels she should let us be by ourselves, you know. Oh, for Pete's sake, we're just sitting here reading. She didn't have to stay upstairs. Maybe your fault a little bit, dear. My fault? Why? Well, you do make little remarks once in a while, you know. And I didn't think... say a word. Well, you have. And then Aunt Effie, I know, feels that maybe you don't like her here and that she's wearing out her welcome or something. You know, it just... Well, when it comes right down to it, let's face it. When somebody comes for Thanksgiving, you don't expect them to stay through Easter. Well, look, don't get me wrong. I love Aunt Effie, but she can get on your nerves. Well, she's a big help to me. Besides, when it comes right down to it, you always keep urging her to stay. I know, I know, I do. Well, it didn't make much sense for her to go home and rattle around in that barn of a place as long as Aunt Martha spent the winter in Arizona with Carol. I know. Uh, I guess I just wish Aunt Effie would stop doing my crossword puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> she do the one in tonight's paper, too? Yes, of course she did, and the infuriating part is that not only is she better than I am at it, but she does them with a pen. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's hard to like somebody who can do a crossword puzzle in ink. <laughs> oh, Look, why don't you go upstairs and ask her to come down? Hmm? Ah, you go. No, she is your aunt, and I think it would be nice if you did, dear. Oh, I'm so comfortable. Go on. Go on. Aunt Effie! No, 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 no. Go on. Get up. Oh. Go on. Go on up and put your arms around her and tease her a little bit. Oh, she loves that, and then coax her to come oh, down, you know. golly, all right, relatives. Now, don't I... act that way. Now, you do love her. Go on up and bring her down, yeah, and let's yeah, find yeah. out if something is bothering her. Okay, Go okay. on, go on. Dickens. You'll be a good girl and sit down here in the living room with us, you understand? We missed you, didn't we? Huh? Yes, of course we did. Well, I I had some things to do. You weren't doing a darn thing. You were just sitting there looking out the window. Is something wrong, Aunt Effie? Oh, no. Now, no. come on, come on. Tell your charming nephew, pretty girl like you shouldn't have any worries on her mind. <laughs> oh, you. Now, look, it can't be anything very serious. Well, no, I guess it isn't really. It's just, well... I know it's silly, but all day I keep thinking of Martha. And Martha, why? Mm -hmm. Yes, why? 
Well, I haven't heard from her. Well, you heard from her last week, and she was five. Oh, oh, it isn't that I'm worried that she's sick or anything, but I must say, I think Martha has acted very strangely. By what? Yes, by well, what? for example, I sent her a birthday present, remember? And even called her long distance on her birthday, remember? Yes, yes, I remember. Mm-hmm. The night you were trying to watch the fight on TV, you remember, dear? Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, I sure do. And when I was sick, Martha never even sent me a get well card. Oh, Get well, Carl, for Pete's sake. You, you just had a cold. I did not have just a cold. I had a virus. Yes, yeah, of course well, you did. It was not just a cold, because every now and then I am still shaking. Well, okay, okay, virus then. But maybe Aunt Martha didn't know you were sick. Yes, she did. I dropped her a postcard. Well, maybe by the time she got it, she thought there was no point in sending a get well card because you were well again. Well, I know it's important, really, and my feelings aren't hurt the least bit. That is not it at all. It is just that it's very strange of Martha. Well, oh, come on no, now. Okay. Forget it. Forget it. Yeah, it is. Let's look over the travel folders, Aunt Effie. Yeah. My goodness, if we're going to Europe this summer, we want to make sure we don't miss anything. Well, are you both <laughs> definitely going? Yes. I don't know yet how I'm getting the money, but I'm certainly going. And I am, too. Of course, that's another thing. What's another thing? I picked up some brochures on England, London, and all that. I certainly want to see the Wax Museum. and the... mm, Do you know Martha. that Martha never even mentioned the trip in her letter last week? What do you mean? Not one word. I wrote her that I was planning to take my savings and go to Europe with you two this summer. So at least in my lifetime, I'll have one really nice trip. And Martha never said one word about it. Well, maybe she didn't get your letter, Yes, she did. Because she answered some of the other questions I asked her. Now, wouldn't you think that my own sister, whom I live with, and we've always been so close anyhow, wouldn't you think she'd have said something? Look, she's still out in Arizona with her daughter, isn't she? She's busy helping her, probably going places, doing Hmm. things. She said she was coming home soon, probably just waiting to get back to talk about the trip with you. And you said you had mentioned it to her before, that she would stay here with Betsy and Bobby instead of you if you went with us. I know, I know, I did. I did say that to her. And she said, of course, she'd come here and keep house. But since I told her I was definitely planning to go, she hasn't said one word. Well, that is funny. I think it is very funny. Martha's whole letter was very strange. Oh, nonsense. You two can make mountains out of molehills. But if you're upset about it, get on the phone and call her up. Oh, no. I wouldn't give her the satisfaction of thinking that I think it's funny. Uh I know Martha. And I know that she knows that I know she's acting funny. (laughs) Oh, boy. As I said before, relative. Well, I'm sure he's right, Aunt Effie. Now, forget it. And Martha will be coming back from Arizona soon. Well, I don't think it's very nice of her. Seems to me that when somebody writes to you that they're planning to take a trip to Europe, that you should write back and say, oh, how wonderful, or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. I think Martha is just jealous, that's all. Oh, now, Aunt I do, I do. She's always that way. When we were girls and I got a new dress, she never told me how pretty it was. She always made some little remark about it. Things like, well, it's all right if you like that shade of green. I don't. You know, that sort of thing. Aunt Effie, yeah. you're saying things you're going to be sorry for. No, Aunt Effie's right. Aunt Martha is sort of that mm-hmm. way. I don't think she means to be, but she's like a lot of people who say something nice about something and then add just one little remark that just spoils mm-hmm. it. Remember when the family was over here for Thanksgiving? Here you were, just moved into this lovely new house. Mm-hmm. Seems to remember? me Aunt Martha liked it. I remember what she said. For a colonial house, this one was very nice. Hmm. Then she raved about the ranch-style house her son-in-law built in Arizona. 
And how beautiful that was. That's Amanda right. I heard what she did. Uh-huh. She likes houses that have no upstairs. Well, it seems to me that house you two live in back in Dodge Center has an upstairs, and it's pretty much of a monstrosity, too, if you ask me. Seems to me Aunt Martha's a fine one to criticize. Well, I will say this. Martha doesn't like that house any better than I do. Of course, Mother and Dad built it, and we own it. And and it's a barn of a place, and it costs a fortune to heat every winter. I don't know mm. why you don't sell it and get yourselves a smaller place. Anyhow. Oh, no, honey, that's well, easier said than done, great for goodness sake. Great big thing. Probably cost them more to buy a smaller house than they could get for that big one. No, no, we did have a very good offer. Every now and then we get offers. People have bigger families now again, and mm-hmm. we have had chances to sell. Mm-hmm. Well... Martha and I talk about it, and then in the end, we never do anything. Well, sell the house. Buy yourselves a smaller one. Then if you make a profit, you can split it and use that for your trip to Europe. Then you won't have to use your savings. Well, you don't need to look at me like that. It was just an idea. I realize there's a lot of sentimental attachment to the place since Grandma and Grandpa lived there, but... Sentimental attachment? There's nothing sentimental about old-fashioned plumbing or about spring house cleaning in a 16-room house, ripping up the carpets in the parlor and then tacking them down again... At every year, Martha and I go through the whole rigmarole. Well, it is just none. Well, now, I didn't mean to get you upset. I am not in the least upset. No. I think I've just come to my senses. When you think of the trouble, the work, and the inconveniences people put up with, just for sentimental reasons, it's ridiculous. You are absolutely right. I'm going to call Martha, and we're going to sell that house. Well, wait a minute, yeah. Aunt Effie. My For goodness, Pete's think it over. There are a dozen things to yes, be considered, I don't Aunt want Effie. to think it over. When I make up my mind to do something, I do it. I know, Aunt Effie, but you don't want to just just sell and take a loss. No. I mean, it's better to wait until you get a good offer. I mean, you we can't just sell. I won't sell at all unless there's enough money left over to pay for your trip to Europe, too. Oh, no, Aunt Effie. No, no. I, could. I wouldn't take no, it. No, I'd I'll lend it to you. Well, Whatever I... you want. But we are going to Europe. And I'm going to call Martha right now. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. You know, when the team of Freeman Gostin and Charles Correll brought before a microphone a twosome by the name of Amos and Andy, they had no idea that they were making a delightful contribution to the mainstream of American folklore. But after three decades of tickling the nation's funny bone, it's become pretty evident that Amos and Andy have earned the permanent affection of millions across the land. Theirs is as fresh and bright a brand of comedy as ever. Andy continues to make his determined way toward romance with, well, indifferent success. The Kingfish's predilection for turning a speedy buck shows no sign of diminishing. And Amos is, as always, the lovable Amos. Along with the three boys, of course, there's a generous assortment of relatives, Sapphire, Mama, and Leroy, for instance, and such random buddies as Lawyer Calhoun and Lightning. Tonight, and each weeknight over most of these same stations, you'll like what you hear, what follows the familiar opening theme song of the Amos and Andy Music Hall. She's getting in here tonight And Martha is flying in here tonight Yes What was the funniest thing I called Arizona And of course I should have called person to person But I never dreamt Martha would be at Carol's And of course since I called station to station I had to talk to whoever answered the phone Well never mind that, That's all right Anyhow you wouldn't have known that Aunt Martha was coming If you hadn't talked to Carol You mean Aunt but... Martha's coming home to Dodge Center don't you No she's coming here Carol said that Martha had been very worried about me So she suddenly decided to come on home well, I'll come here since she knew I was still with you. 
Worried about you, for what? Pete's sake, you had that cold a month ago. What? I had a virus, not a cold. Oh, All right, a virus a month Funny ago. Funny she didn't let us know she was coming. Oh, no, you know my sister. Won't spend a penny she doesn't have to. Carol said Martha was getting in at 3 a.m. 3.30 a.m. 3.30? And she's getting in here? Yes. You know, there's no airport at Dodge Center. Isn't that funny? And here I've been thinking of her all day. 3.30. Oh, it's cheaper to come at night, you know. Well, I'll go make up that other bed for Martha. I wouldn't mention about selling the house to Aunt hmm? Martha tonight when she gets in NAB. I mean, hmm. she'll be tired and we can all discuss it tomorrow. Yeah, yes, yes. I just... Well, at least she's been worried about me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I'll, I'll go oh, make up that bed for her. Boy, 3.30 in the morning. Why do relatives always choose to arrive at the darndest hours? 3.30. You don't know whether to go to bed or stay up. Well, I'll stay up and go get her. You get your sleep. Oh, you no, no, no. I'll go. I'll well, go. if you go to bed now and set the alarm... Look, it's uh, 8.30. I'm not sleepy now. I well, go, go to, to bed anyhow, dear. Try to sleep. Oh. Set the alarm for 2.30, which gives you plenty of time to dress and get out to the airport. Oh, golly, my family. And the plane will probably be late, and I'll be sitting there waiting for it. <laughs> As the Pipers know, you need a passport for foreign travel, also money to get you there and back. If the children have you tied down for the next eight or nine years, now's the ideal time to plan your trip for later years. Buy and keep United States savings bonds with small deductions from your paycheck or through the bond-a-month plan at your bank. When you can travel, be sure of the wherewithal. Four for every three you've invested in United States savings bonds. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and is produced by...